I was more focused on uh, the cats had huge thighs. All of the cats had like gargantuan thighs, and I was like, that can't be a cat thing because cats don't even have thighs, really. Brunch, hit it, boys! Merry Christmas, Pete. Hey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> what? You said that last time. I think it's a good, it's like a seasonal thing. All right. Someone's angry with coffee cups. They say they've changed them too soon. But all I hear is a choir singing silver bells to you. Forget complaining about decorating. We wouldn't do that around here. Cause the holidays only come once a year. Oh, the holidays only come once a year. Oh, the holidays come once a year. They only come once a year. They'll be certificates of gifts and baskets of fruit. The season of sharing for old and the youth. That holiday spirit will never get long in the tooth. A cinnamon cookie to munch with a friend. When that son of a bitch Kringle has done it again. It only comes once a year. The holidays only come once a year Oh, the holidays come once a year They only come once a year So close the pantry, no more snacking, you keep me plenty full, my dear, cause the holidays only come once a Every episode for the next month or so, just start off with Merry Christmas. Keep it going, maybe even a little past Christmas. Okay, that was the uh, international smash it once a year, the holidays. Uh, 
little known fact, a song named by Pete. Pete came up with oh, the yeah, name that's for that true. song. Didn't what was know your it? idea? I said, uh, when we were uploading it, I was like, should we call it... Oh, I said, should we call it The Holidays? And you said, no. No, no, no. It's got to be The Holidays in parentheses. Yeah, I love parentheses. Once a year. Once a year. That's... Yeah, I you, love uh, I love like random song names that have nothing to do with the actual song, and, and then like sometimes with yeah, the parentheses, yeah. And you're like, couldn't have just started with that being <laughs> right. the song. Uh, we're doing a mini little holiday episode. We figure so today's Monday. I don't know. Maybe some people would be going home on Monday, but actually, if you had Monday off, you probably would have gone home Friday or yeah. Saturday or Sunday. But at any rate, whatever if your you're traveling. Is. If you're going home Tuesday, it's just a little little quick or, fun thing for you. We'll probably end up spending Christmas by yourself. That's okay too. That's true. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all of our people celebrating the holidays, which no matter what holiday you celebrate, it's only coming once a year. It only comes that once thing, a year. So don't don't you take it for granted. I am uh, wearing my happy Hanukkah. What does it say? Happy yeah. Hanukkah. Yeah, I'm wearing my happy Hanukkah shirt. Did you it, make that your Oh no, that's a actual high merch. They made it it a looks like bootleg Heimer. It looks bootleg <laughs> as hell. And this year they actually came out with like new it like uh, it's the most wonderful Heim of the year mm-hmm. stuff. And I've got both of those. Does it look the, legit? The OGs. The new one looks legit. Yeah. I like the bootleg yeah, kind of looking one. Yeah. Um so we're we're coming down from quite the high right now. Uh Pete and I just watched and threw up laughing. <laughs> At SNL's Weekend Update. Which, if you've ever listened to this show before, yeah. you know that we're not the biggest fans of Colin Jost. Not a, not a Colin Jost fan. I would say that I will always put me down as an SNL fan. Institution, etc., etc. I always want SNL around. I would, oh, I would God, say yeah. that like... It's it hasn't been the best yeah. of of recently, and I think a lot of it kind of gets like overblown because everybody just remembers the nostalgia of SNL and like oh, obviously God, they totally. had all star cast as good as it stuff. used to be when you oh it's, it's this this episode isn't as good as the best of Will Ferrell right. when all of the sketches on it were hits. Let me tell you, when Will Ferrell was on, they still. SNL, like, the batting average wasn't hit, like, amazing. You're yeah. supposed to hit 300 right. with sketch comedy, I think. Yeah, you get like one or two good skits out of every episode, then you're golden. And that is because that, that's especially now when that shit just goes like on the internet. Right. That's all you need. So, uh, weekend update was hilarious this past week because uh, leave it to us, by the way, the like Eddie Murphy Lizzo episode. Everyone's so excited about. We come out of it being like Colin Jones. Colin Jones. He's really got does it, it again. Um, Colin Jost and Michael Che uh, did a joke swap, which apparently they've, they've done in the past, where they write jokes for each other and they have to read it. And don't want to spoil it, but it was just Michael Che made uh, Colin Jost look horrible. <laughs> Gave him like racist jokes to read. Terrible. Very, very, very funny stuff. Highly recommend. Colin Jost, though. Had some pretty good ones himself for Michael Che. Yeah, like that's a tough thing to do, right? Uh, write jokes for somebody else that make them look uh, very bad. bad without like crossing a line. Totally. Yeah, I, I, I think that if like if somebody were to do a, I don't know, if somebody were to do like a, like a, for it's the same thing for us. If they were like, hey, read these jokes. This would be perfect for you, Pete, or like this would be perfect for you, DJ. I feel like I'd be protective of you, mm-hmm. and I'd be offended at what people would think is like a DJ joke. You yeah, know? 
So you'd be like, well, actually, the joke is right. I'd be like, <laughs> if if you could think of DJ jokes, you'd be a lot farther along, my friend. Okay, please. I don't see you having a podcast, but uh, I highly recommend that uh, weekend update, which will probably be the last time that we ever say that on on this uh, on the show. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe they've got it. Like they should just do that for the rest of time. Now they should just write each other's stuff because I came away from that being like, Colin Jost, you got chops, young man. <laughs> I'm not often saying that. Quick little note on Colin Jost, by the way. It made headlines that Scarlett Johansson said uh, that Colin Jost is the love of her life. Mm-hmm. They're engaged. Yeah. I, She's in yeah, love with him. I would certainly hope I, so. Wh- how is that headline? It's usually that that's how that's supposed to work. And legitimately, was that was a headline. That was the top moment on Twitter for like a week. It said Scarlett Johansson calls Colin Jost the love of her life. And I was like, oh, did people not know that they were engaged? Something I clicked on it, and it was just like, engaged. the beautiful woman <laughs> thinks the man that some think is beautiful. I know, that's, kind of, that's sort of like a, I feel like that headline is like very passive aggressively being like, yo, Scarlett Johansson loves this scrub. What's up with, what's up with ScarJo? Hashtag shit. Take a break, <laughs> ScarJo. You're in love with Colin Jost, man. No, shout out to them. Hope but, they're happy. Um, must point out that, uh. Colin Jost, uh, the third love of Scarlett Johansson's life. Yeah, whatever. Though I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shame her, but like, yeah. gotta say. Oh well, I I think that, that whenever somebody's <laughs> like, oh, this person's love of my life, I'm like, yeah. A lot of I don't you know. You just haven't met everybody. I would say like twenty percent <laughs> of twenty percent of relationships. You think this could be like a real? This could be like a, a real heavy hitter. Yeah. Right? Probably something like that? Something. Yeah, I don't know. No, there is some where you're like, this is probably a bad idea, and let's see what happens. And then you're like, okay, confirmed bad idea. <laughs> but I don't know. There, there's some optimism that comes with every one. I think whenever anybody's like, oh, this person's the love of my life, it's, uh, I think, like, my first, maybe it's just me as, like, a cynic. It's like, yeah. mm-hmm. really? Really? Oh, I, well, I'm a, I'm a huge believer. You said that you haven't met everybody. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in, like, there not being a one. I think there's probably oh, yeah, like, for sure. There's probably like a like hundred people in the world for every single I would, person. I would say like 10,000. <laughs> there's like 10,000. Based on circumstances, you're probably you could, right. That you could have like a super compatible, yeah. great, good life with. A happy with. life with, yes. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like not to not to like water down uh, the idea of the one, but like you've probably met a couple already in your life, everybody. Probably like cross paths with like a couple of Just the wrong ones. place, wrong time. Yeah. Just wait till the next one. <laughs> yeah. Like... I don't know. I think that that we're just like uh, backdooring our way into being like there are plenty of fish in the <laughs> yeah, sea, pretty much. Okay, so or just backdooring our way into being like, yeah. "Yo, Scarlett Johansson, you're not in love with Colin Jones." <laughs> <laughs> that was the SNL talk. I said a couple minutes before we came on here. I made a shocking discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I posit that Lana Del Rey's Norman Fucking Rockwell is about Josh Tillman. Oh, and it for sure is. When I say really? like, I pause it, like if you connect enough of these dots, no, I have to pull up. I don't have notes. I just texted all these things to one of my friends. Uh, okay, it is one thousand percent. Okay, so first, let's, let's go through some of the lyrics of the song. Norman fucking Rockwell. First words of the song: "Goddamn man, child." Mm, Goddamn. As I'm listening, as I'm listening, I'm thinking. I didn't notice the first time. That's kind of like Jesus Christ, girl. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, man, child. Mm-hmm. And then she says something about you act like a child, even though you stand at six foot two. I think you check the Google tall guy. 
threw out a Google, Josh Tillman height. Mm. Six foot two. Mm. And then she... Self-loathing poet. She says, self-loathing poet. She says, uh, resident Laurel Canyon know-it-all. Mm-hmm. That's where he lived. Really? And he made a lot of references to Laurel Canyon. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so, that, so those were like the three that stood out to me. I pulled over the car, started texting the proof. Then I looked up like, wait, did I make a fool of myself? Does everybody already know this? And there was a Reddit thread of somebody pointing out a couple of these, but it kind of died down. I think that these things, these bits of proof are so strong that I wonder if like they're fucking with us. Like how did the next day when people listen to that album, people not be like, uh, this is seemingly about Josh Tillman. Yeah, and I mean, like they have a connect. They they, they right. are previously connected, so that does seem like that would be the the easy conclusion. Now that I think about it, right? And they're friends with. I mean, as you said, like if this she, was like an FBI investigation, he would be like the first suspect, prime suspect, <laughs> yeah. prime suspect. And uh, on the Reddit thing, people were like, um, "She's friends with uh, Emma Tillman. Any more brain busters?" That doesn't so? mean that. I don't know. Especially for Lana Del Rey, who, like... Who knows how we're, like... Sort of, like, brands herself as, like, this fucking badass. Right. That's not out of the the realm of possibility. And now, like, we're... we're Actually, kind of... I was going to say, I don't want to be a gossip podcast, but so far, I'm liking the gossip this episode. (laughs) This is a pretty juicy episode. We do a lot of gossip, but we we sort of, like, mask it in the... Hey, we don't know any better. True. (laughs) But this is, like... So, we've now gossiped. Now we do do know better, and... this is this is real. Yeah. This is All right, let's gossip a little more. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I mean all of these lyrics. I I don't think I've ever heard the the song, but I'm looking through the lyrics right now. Uh they all sound like they could be Josh Tillman. Let like, me, there's nothing that throws you off the scent. Let me uh pull up some of the lyrics. Okay. Goddamn man child. So do you agree though? Goddamn man child could be Jesus yeah. Christ girl? Yeah. Okay. Uh and I remember when I listened to it, I was like, how did that not stand up to me? And it was because the next line is, you fucked me so good that I almost said I love you. And that's always my the one that you go to. <laughs> fell off of my face because they rolled so hard. The only thing that I know about this song is that you reference it quite often about uh, just people like n- beating around the bush to having sex. That show that she that just, she does not do it. Right. Yeah. She's like, so audience, guess who was knocking boots last <laughs> night? This one. But she doesn't even know because knocking boots would be yeah, like, that's equivocating like, relative that's like to making it cute. you fucked me so good. Yeah. Um, your poetry's bad and you blame the news. I don't know. A critic well, of pure that comedy might be the could, one. Uh, yeah. That might be the one that throws you off the scent because that poetry is not bad. Uh, what he says. Uh, what's. Uh, oh, and holy shit. Coliseum family. Golden era. No. Uh, yes. Satirical news, free energy, he says. So your poetry's bad and you blame the news. Um, let's see. Kill me blue. And then the song's okay. Let's see. Self loathing poet, resident Laurel Canyon, know it all. You talk to I mean, the saying know it all. bored of you. That seems like a very Josh Tillman thing. What did she say? Uh, you talk to the walls when the party gets bored of you. I could see that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know if I could see a party getting bored of him, though. Uh, Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy, if he goes to enough parties with the same crowd, they'll just be like, oh, my God. Let me guess, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) What is it now? Uh, Because you're just doing me. But I don't get bored. I just see you through. Why wait for the best when I could have you? 
is Elizabeth Grant her? That's her real name. Her name? Yeah. Isn't? Oh, that Lizzie Grant is uh, is that a? Uh, it's a character in Entourage, I think. Sure, I've never seen it. Cool. Still the coolest thing about you. Okay, so I don't know if that does. I don't know. Listeners of Brunch, I bet like Norman fucking Rockwell. The reason I listened to it was because that's it's making a lot of like number one spots in album of the year talk. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to it, I was like, oh, this is good. I'll probably listen to it a couple more times. But it's didn't blow me away. So I'm trying to listen to it again to see if maybe I missed something. And instead, on the first song, I got distracted by a uh, potential <laughs> Father John Misty rabbit hole and went down that instead. So I knew this was going to happen. We were like, let's do a little mini little thing to drop in and we'll just we'll play the Christmas song a bunch of times and that'll fill up uh, whatever time and we'll talk about cats. But I knew that we would end up finding stuff and having some extra stuff. So uh, that's all the preamble. Want to play the song one more time and then we... We talk about cats or just get right into cats? Uh, let's play the song. Okay. This is a brunch world premiere. This is a world premiere. It's a world premiere. World, 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 world premiere. What up, Brunch Contribbles? This is your boy, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. And you are listening to a brunch, brunch world premiere. It's a world premiere. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a world premiere. Let's go. Merry Christmas, Pete. Hey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> what? You said that last time. I think it's a good, it's like a seasonal thing. All right. Someone's angry with coffee cups. They say they've changed them too soon. But all I hear is a choir singing silver bells to you. Forget complaining about decorating. We wouldn't do that around here. Cause the holidays only come once a year. Oh, the holidays only come once a year. Oh, the holidays come once a year. They only come once a year. They'll be certificates of gifts and baskets of fruit. The season of sharing for old and the youth. That holiday spirit will never get long in the tooth. A cinnamon cookie to munch with a friend when that son of a bitch Kringle has done it again. It only comes once a year. The holidays only come once a year Oh, the holidays come once a year 
They only come once a So close the pantry No more snacking You keep me plenty full, my dear Cause the holidays only come Once a Every episode for the next month or so, just start off with Merry Christmas. Keep it going, maybe even a little past Christmas. It's good that we played a song going into Cats because Cats is just fucking song after song, song after, after song s- after. They just don't. They one don't of stop my first so- one of my first notes was uh, maybe this is on me. I thought there would be dialogue. Yeah, uh, there's no serious, dialogue. No, in this. there's like maybe three or four lines of dialogue. Yeah, and the the I would say about. 95% of the movie is songs, which, okay, if, if, if like, the songs move the plot forward, sure, uh-uh. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Well, uh, then I'm, you're not okay with it. Because there's no plot. That. There's no plot. There's no movie. plot in this movie. Um, but, like, 95% songs, about 4% slam poetry, okay. and then 1% they speak. When they spoke in this yeah. movie... It was so rare and happened so infrequently that it made me uncomfortable. So this movie, as an overview, everyone's talking about it. Terrible reviews. Everyone's saying it's like the, one of the worst movies ever. I think that you and I would both agree with that. It failed spectacularly at the box office. It made $6.5 million opening weekend. And if you're wondering if that's good, last week... Black Christmas's seven million dollar opening oh was considered a catastrophe, and that was and that was going up against uh, like that had, had some competition. Richard Jewell bombshell, yeah. Uh, and Black Christmas is a Blumhouse movie, yeah. So that did not cost a hundred million dollars to make. No, and this did cost a hundred million dollars to make. Also, we are reviewing, I believe, the first version of Cats yes. because in an unprecedented move. <laughs> The director has sent theaters an updated version of Cats that he says has better special effects. I will say, I was immediately distracted by how bad the special effects are. Yeah. So, I think it's between Sunday night and Tuesday, people should start uh, seeing the... Or people should start getting the updated version. I'm um, pretty sure we... I saw it Saturday night. You saw it Sunday night. I'm pretty sure that we, we both, both saw yeah. V1. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did. Uh, the special effects were very distracting. They mm-hmm. were very bad. Um, like, the faces sort of, like, moved around. Yeah. Like, the like the human faces on the This the, had the worse de-aging technology than <laughs> the Irishman. It was uh, it was very bad. And also, like, the, the, the costumes and stuff made no sense to me. Yes. They just Sometimes really they're wearing not. heels. Yeah. So, like, uh, some of the cats had clothes. Like, mm-hmm. Jason Derulo had a nice little, like, actual fur coat on. Yeah. So did Judy Dench. Also, like I'm very confused as to what what kind of fur they're wearing. Is it? I have no idea. Right. I, I was able to get past that, but like about 90 minutes into the movie, there were just people wearing Converse's, mm-hmm. and it, it made no sense based off of like everything was sort of to scale. Uh, like they were 
like there was a scene where they raided a jewelry box yep. and they used like an earring as a as like a big ring sort yeah. of thing. It, so like what size are those shoes? Who are those shoes made for? So I'll tell you the cats were mostly to scale. The cats were I, I was I started to monitor it about halfway through but the movie. Everything I around knew I wasn't gonna be uh no, like if they were oh right, right, like objects weren't. Yeah, like if like they were in a room, they were the right size for the room, but right. the other things weren't. That is correct. Um so But that like that, that I'm I'm willing to get past that. Oh yeah. Like it's a very goofy, very nonsensical sort of uh production. Mm-hmm. But like even if they fix the special effects, way down the list of my issues with this movie. Right. So let's just go linear. Um we'll go uh We'll go uh, wine actually style. So immediately, I started with a question I didn't know I had. Like as everything's starting, I'm like, wait, are the cats uh, humans or are they like cats? Like do they move around like humans? They move around like cats. Uh, They're humans. Uh, There's a big scene. But they do move like the first scene, the very first scene, the very first glimpse you get of them, they move around like cats. They're on all fours. And then once they (laughs) start going, they are like humans. I didn't realize until the movie was starting that I legitimately didn't know a fucking thing about cats or the play or anything. I didn't realize till after and people like told us this. No, the, the play doesn't make any sense. So like my biggest overarching thing was this was a terrible movie. But I think it's the because source work is Cats bad. is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So that's at least one little one like you little can't excuse. Blame, you can't you put can, that on the movie. Well, I guess you could say that the movie, uh, the movie should have done better with the source material. Right. But the source material was bad to begin with. Right. But also, like, who is this movie made for? I think it was only made for people who already like cats. Because they did very little to explain any part of the movie. No, 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 no. Did you did you understand anything? Not a single thing. I didn't thing. understand <laughs> anything in this movie. And I knew sometimes I know when I'm not following something. They're like, maybe I, I just don't it. have it today. Yeah, I had it. I was sharp as a fucking tech, and I didn't get a thing. Uh, first, oh, big opening number, real mess. They sing a song that is just. Asking this new cat a million yes or no questions without ever even considering giving her a second to answer them. Yep. They're just like, boom, do you have a driver's license? Boom, do you go here? Do you go there? Ba, 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 ba. And then like the song ends and the cat's like, well, to answer. And they're like, oh, next song. Okay. <laughs> There's a, and there is a, I mean, that's a theme of the entire movie. There's very little room to breathe yeah. at all for like, people answering questions for songs between songs and things like that uh but the opening number about 10 minutes long uh, quite super long way too long and uh i think that like i understood maybe about three percent of the lyrics which is right tough for i'm like jellicle's right. not a word i'm pretty sure jellicle oh is not a word. let me tell you they're throwing around if you don't know the J's word like crazy just skip this movie altogether because yeah. the word jellicle right. not explained said a billion times in this movie and i'm sitting there asking myself what the jellicle am i watching because this doesn't make any sense so they continue to do songs uh if you're wondering what what are some of these songs about that i can't answer for you Every song is a new cat introducing itself and Just saying what it does. The theme of like each cat introducing itself is this is no ordinary cat. No shit. 
every single one of them walks around wrong and has an English accent. And I've never thought for Converse's. a second that any of these are your ordinary cat. Jason Derulo's one especially, they're like, man, this cat, really crazy. He's always dancing and stuff. I'm like, you were all just dancing. All of you were dancing. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, and they, they, the, the one that I was like, this doesn't seem that weird, is uh, they were making fun of Rebel Wilson's cat because she just falls down and eats a lot. And so she's the only real one yes. out of all you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. They were like, wow, this cat is so weird. What a it clumsy. Falls, it falls yeah. down and eats a lot. Also, here's this cat who is a practicing musician. He's more normal. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of fat shaming in this movie, by the way. Hmm. Uh, they fat shame Rebel Wilson's cat, and they fat shame Jaden James Corden's cat. Like, uh, uh, That's all they do to James Corden's cat. One of my notes, uh, 30 minutes in. Never have I been so happy to see to see James Corden. I gotta tell you, when James Corden came in, I was like, "Oh my god, th- thank you!" It's something I know, like do crosswalk concert, carpool karaoke, something. Save me, James. I gotta tell you, James Corden was probably the best part of this movie. He was uh, good for he was as good as he could have been. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't mind James Corden. I think that James Corden is. James Corden has some like Kevin Hart to him where there's just some some fatigue that yeah. every three seconds is, hey, did you see this thing where James Corden's saying? And I was like, no, but I saw the other ones. 40 minutes in, they've just done the song about the cats and uh, how they steal stuff. Yep. And I legitimately was like, is this movie going to start at any point? I think I resigned myself like around that was when that I was point. like. We are too far in, and like the, the movie's only got like an it's hour left. Saving. We're halfway through, and to my knowledge, a story hasn't started yet. I don't know any of these cats' names except for Grizabella, which is a fucking tight name. Name in my firstborn, uh, Victoria, who okay. is the main, like the the new cat, the new cat on the block. Okay, and oh, she's and the one that Deuteronomy makes... because I tweeted yes. Deuteronomy. Hardly know her. <laughs> Uh, there's Victoria. She's the new cat who only makes one face the entire movie. That she makes the Taylor Swift face, but she's yes. not Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very true. Uh, Taylor Swift easily could have played that character, right? Um, there is Rum Tum Tugger. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's, a good, that's such a good name. There are some good names. I actually will give it to to you. Uh, there's uh, Idris Elba's cat, which is named Freddy Krueger because it's Freddy Krueger. Pretty much. He just like comes and goes and disappears and does magic and I, takes people away. I'll tell you, I, I do know that cat's name. It's uh, McCavity because I really honestly thought that they were singing about a cavity for the first oh, that's 45 McCavity, minutes. And that's, that's what Taylor is singing about. Yes. Taylor only has one scene, like one and a half scenes. And uh, it comes like 90 minutes into the movie. So if you're, yeah. you're going to see this, hoping that you're getting like your fill of Taylor Swift. Right. You're, you're probably going to be out on this movie by the time you see Taylor Swift. I think that Taylor Swift's team should be pivoting, t- taking a quick little break. Uh, About from eight uh, years off from two Olympics. No, oh, no, no, no. No, the, the, her team should take a break from uh, blaming everybody else and uh, using social media as a weapon for Taylor not buying her masters mm-hmm. and instead focus on... Playing up the, oh, she was only, she only did like one scene in Cats. I don't know why everyone's associating 
Taylor with this Cats movie. She just she was just in it for like one second. Yeah, Taylor, uh, not in this movie. And this was really like driven as like a, oh Taylor Swift's in Cats. She's oh, yeah. not really, yeah. and that's a good thing for her. Totally. I uh, the, the she also wasn't bad though. Right. Like, the McCavity song was good. It was confusing though. She was doing the uh, her cat had uh, heels and the other yes. cats didn't have heels. I did like the cat that had uh, tap shoes. That was a cool oh yeah cat. yeah that was a uh, that was a nice little uh, break in the action. I really want uh, tap dancing to come back. I'm not like I would to love it. to learn how to tap dance. Yeah, how sick would it. that be? Bust that out. <laughs> you see the uh, the Soul Train episode of uh, Fresh Prince? I don't believe so. They're all taking turns on the line dancing, and then what's Carlson uh, Carlton's turn? Man, he taps his the fucking tap dance face off. A bitch. He yeah he and he does one dance that you'll probably recognize. Not like this. Not the. The Tom Jones, right? Not the Tom Jones dance, but he does the pe- people know what I'm talking about. Um, I wrote. How would you, you think Taylor looked? By the way, uh, quite thick. Yeah, yeah. She had like she was like very busty. I wasn't. Oh, I I wasn't. I was more focused on uh, the cats had huge thighs. All of the cats had like gargantuan thighs, and I was like, that can't be a cat thing because cats don't even have thighs, really. They yeah. do, but like they're they're, they're not, not standing like, up like that. It's so. not like a defining feature of most. They all cats. they all looked like they had very muscular lower bodies. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I think that like so, well, some of them like looked more sexualized than others, which was uncomfortable. Okay, uh, so I did not find this movie to be nearly as horny as people were saying it to be. Yeah, this well, was pe- not a very pe- horny movie. This is I thought it was usual like, PG horniness. There was which is there was several like, just a decent amount. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I think that it was overblown, but there was definitely like a horniness factor to uh, several points in this movie. I think really the it was only towards the end that I was like, okay, it's kind of horny. Well, the magic guy is horny. Yeah, but there are all there but are like, a lot of like lingering looks that happen. So I guess if yes. those are and if that's like horny, a lot of like rubbing the noses. I know that cats do that, but like. It, it happens so much, and it's like very like tense. Yeah, at, at a lot of points. So. I actually wrote down that Taylor's song was pretty horny. I didn't remember it being particularly horny. But. Uh, Idris Elba was like super muscular. I know that Idris Elba is super muscular, and that he's supposed to be the villain, so it sort of makes sense. But like, he seemed more uh, like not safe for work than a lot of other characters in this movie. Yeah, he uh, they was his face like shiny. I have no idea. It I was don't like remember. I know that his eyes were quite green. Oh, that's what it was. Um, so this was, I would say, bottom ten, very possibly bottom five movie I've seen since. I was gonna say I, was, I you started say, watching. I thought you were gonna say like of the year, and I was gonna say I think this is one of the worst movies that I have ever seen in my life. Uh, I'm trying to think. This had yeah. This is the worst movie of the year i did i mean all things considered for sure a hundred million dollar budget with like a great past biggest disaster for sure uh oh i did jot down other ones that might contend with it that i've not for the year but since i started watching movies 2014 the layover the snowman bohemian rhapsody bye bye man are the other ones that stand out as like Holy shit! How was this a movie? This was yeah, so but awful. throw the Bye Bye Man out the window because that's like a low budget. Bye Bye Man is supposed to be terrible. Yeah, and I would say the layover probably the same same deal. thing. Yeah. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I would say also throw that out because like it's very bad, but like it's a paint by numbers biopic that biopic that like right, it, we it, it hate we hated something. it. We hated it, but it knew what it was. 
and even if even if that is like a shitty thing, right? It it, it was okay in its execution of what it wanted to be, right? Um, but I will say, I mean, this is this. I would say like. Of the movies that I've seen in the past 15 years, yeah. the only one that I can say for sure right now is worse than it was Downsizing. And I think the Downsizing is oh, yeah. is the worst movie that I have ever seen. And I will stick by that. Downsizing is a contender. I don't quite put it down there. But for some, some reason, what stood out to me, as I thought of like how bad this movie was, The Meg, which is like, <laughs> yeah, that's like your classic bad movie. Yeah, that was like a hundred times better. Yeah, than because this movie. it had a plot. <laughs> that was like that was legitimately. I was like thinking about the Meg in context of this, and I was like, the Meg was all right. <laughs> yeah, it, the, and like the thing that sucks is that this movie. It, I mean, it's going to be memorable because of how bad it is, and um, like it's a complete disaster, and that that warms my heart. But this movie had so much potential to be like a, a disaster. But also, like, a very endearing disaster because, like, even if it just had a plot, you could oh, watch yeah. it and, like, laugh at some of the dumb shit that happens. I will never go back to this movie because I, I can't understand the songs. Right. Uh, there's no plot. There's no, there's really nothing to enjoy from this movie upon, after seeing, like, the initial viewing and just seeing how bad it is. So let's play a game called What Happened in Cats, where we try to explain what happens in Cats. And, like, legitimately try. Don't, like, let's not right. like, mail it in and be like, oh, guess we didn't know that movie stunk so bad. From what I gather. And, like, if you listen to this podcast, you should know that we were trying to find ways to like oh, Cats. Oh, God, yeah. Like, every, it would have been great for business. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that we didn't already hit this, but, like, I'm shocked that the, the opening was so low. Um, because, like, obviously the reviews were so bad, but the reviews were so bad. That's that what it, made us want to see it. Exactly. That, uh, Katie Nolan pointed yeah, that out. Yeah. And that was... I, I had, said it. I had I, no intention of seeing this movie like, I definitely at all. did. I, I was going to see it. We were going to see it I no was going to begrudgingly what. see it. Yeah. I ended up... My excitement like levels moving my went weekend around. Yeah. I went. And, I went and saw. It, actually, I didn't. I had to work late Saturday because the Patriots played. And after, I was like, "I'm either going to go home and like not sleep for a few hours, or I can go knock out cats right now." And I was. Just, there was two other people in the theater opening weekend. Oh, I had a Saturday bad theater, night. by the way. I, I there were a good amount of people in my theater, a decent amount, and they were just like the worst crowd because i think that they went because they knew that it was going to be terrible yeah and so they just treated it like a joke and they were like literally talking and the woman like four seats next to me was just straight up laughing out loud and and mocking the movie the entire time which it 100 deserves to be mocked and laughed at don't do it during the showing right i'm trying to give it a chance here right um okay so from what i gathered a new cat hits the streets of London, I was going to say New York Britain. for some reason. I was like, those are not New York no. accents. All right. New cat hits the street, uh, literally emerges from a bag. Yeah, that's Cat's true. out of the yeah. bag. Yep. Cat is out of the bag. And meets a group of cats that has one open spot for membership. Yeah, and uh, there's, there's there are a, a few some sort of meeting wa- happening. Okay. There are a few cats who want to be in this club. Some of the cats are way more established than the other cat and you would just cats and you would assume like they're not already in this club. What have they done in like past auditions that they 
haven't gotten the nod. And one of the cats that wants to be in the club hates all the other cats and is super rude and super mean. And I don't understand why he wants to even be in that group anyway. That's, and uh, he that's has Macavity? Mag- yes. And yeah. he has magical powers. Yeah. And he can do anything. So why is he why is he so preoccupied with uh, being one of the cool kids? And if he's such a good musician, why does he have to like why is he trying to beat out everybody for that spot? Just right. Use your magic, man. Right. So I'm confused by that. And the uh, Judy Dench decides who gets to. She's like the uh, like the the panel. She's like she's Simon the judge. Cowell. She's the Simon Cowell. So yeah. I, I, what I said after the movie, I said this movie. Is basically cats is basically Britain's Got Talent, um, and they just instead of, but instead of having talent, they just sing. They just don't stop singing. But it's Britain's. That's it's how, Britain's so that sounds like Britain's Got Talent, probably. Yeah, that's pretty. They true. just sing the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and uh, like there's some magic, but there's like an occasional magician, but most of it's singing. Okay, and at the end, I don't even know who they choose. Do they choose the Taylor Swift face? No, they choose uh, K- um, uh, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, that's right. They choose Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson, who plays the... Apparently, the, the, the trick is to just be as sad as possible because Jennifer Hudson is the, just the saddest cat the entire movie and it has tears in her eyes the entire time. Jennifer Hudson pulled the old rope-a-dope. I did that back in the day. I was at a Red Sox game and uh, Derek Lowe, it must have been his like first or second season with the Red Sox. He was in the pen and a bunch of kids were screaming at him like, Derek, give me a ball, son of... Give me the fucking ball. Give me. And I just, very quietly, I didn't say anything. Just like, innocently put my hand out. And he he was gave like, it to me. Disrespectful young man. He was like, there's some pain behind those eyes. <laughs> Here, have baseball, young man. And yeah. I went back and immediately told my dad. He was like, how'd you do that? I was like, everybody else was being all flashy and showy. I was just like, if you want, I will accept this baseball. <laughs> And he gave it to me. Yeah, so Cats is basically uh, Jennifer Hudson crying her way out of a speeding ticket or something and, and getting entry into the club. No, but she didn't cry away. She didn't. She wasn't like super... She didn't lay it on thick, you know? She kind of did. She cried the entire Le- I would movie. say less thick than she, everybody else. She, she was, uh, but she was genuine mm-hmm. in her sadness. She wasn't, trying, she wasn't trying to be like, oh, I'm going to be the sad cat to, to get this spot. Also, I think the spot is like in heaven or something. I... I I, oh. I have no idea what's going on in this movie at all, but I saw people saying afterwards that uh, all the cats were vying to die. So this is a this is the second best cult movie of the year. Yes, it is. There are ties to Midsommar. This was, I mean, it, it Midsommar was in it, in its own way like a talent show. Yeah, it had. <laughs> uh, this definitely had some like culty vibes was there a lot of nine lives talk i don't recall no mostly three names talk every three cat names. has three names that was when i gave up on the movie and that was like, <laughs> that was like one second into the movie they're like listen like the first musical number hey new kid what are your names and she's like i think that's the only dialogue in the movie she's like names and they're like we're cats all of us have three names i was like wasn't gonna even know one of your names, <laughs> so I am out. Um, yeah, and I'm surprised that there was no Nine Lives talk because they did like a lot of the old cat references, and I don't know if that was a like a Broadway Cats thing, but like they had uh, who who they, someone said, "Look what the cat dragged in." Oh, look what the cat dragged in. Also, there that was, was the only a, like uh, familiar moment of the uh, movie for me. Don't mess with the crazy cat lady. Um, oh yeah, that was stupid. There was uh, the reference to the cats out of the bag. Yep, and uh, you know. 
landing on its feet. Oh, cat always lands on its feet. There's some of that. Um, but other than that, uh, oh, they, there was a plank. They had to walk the plank sometimes. Yeah, cats do that all the time. Right, as you do, oh. you got to walk the plank. And then they were like, "Oh, and cats can't swim." I realized while watching this, I was like, "I don't know anything about cats." I knew that cat, cats hate water. I think that they uh, really. Yeah, is that why they drink milk? No, they drink water too. But they, you give them. Oh, if we're going to talk about the milk, uh, there's a scene in the milk bar. And uh, mm-hmm. that was, uh, I think, one of like uh, the sexual scenes okay. where Jason Derulo is literally just like pouring milk in all these cats' faces. And then oh, yeah. there's like a scene where James Corden is just a lot of James Corden tongue action. Okay. Like, ah, 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 ah. And it just goes on for like 90 seconds too long. <laughs> I did. One of my notes was that uh, Jason Derulo's cat was the only one I cared about. And then like six minutes later, I was like, nope, don't care about him <laughs> either. I don't care about. Any of these cats. I did like, uh, I like uh, Sir Ian McKellen's cat. Okay, why? Because uh, he's just like a fucking old cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He really did. He was just like a, a very cutie, cutie patootie old cat. Yeah. And there was like a scene where he's drinking, uh, drinking, I think, water or milk in like a storage closet. <laughs> I don't know. This movie is so fucking weird, dude. It was, it was thoroughly a terrible movie. And we've got, wow. not in like a... It was so good. It's bad. So like, bad. It's good. I, I, I'm never going to want to watch another <laughs> second of that again. I might toss on Taylor's song, but that's it. What about like meme worthy? Is it meme worthy? I don't know. I'm always I, I'm becoming a bit uh, uh, dubious of intentional yeah. meme placement. Like I think that like Baby Yoda had to be a lot of the Baby Yoda stuff. They had to have been like. And they'll meme this. Yeah, let's let's do it like this. That way they'll meme it. Yeah, I think that's that's probably accurate. Um, but I don't know. Like, I just feel like this movie has is so bad yeah. all over the place that it's very difficult to 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 be able to uh, find a distinction like what was bad on purpose. Right. Let's make a. Uh, can we do a Ma Cats meme mashup? Hell yeah! Where what could be go- what what scene could we take from Cats that Ma is eavesdropping on? Oh man! Uh, shoot, I don't know. Like I, 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 I don't I remember scenes from like cats. One like classic image or one thing that would be funny. I guess like the one in in my mind that was that like stands out is uh, either the Rebel Wilson one because she just falls over all the time. Yeah, and they they like they hammer it over the head that like Rebel Wilson loves to eat and fall down, and that's like the, the basis of her entire Again, character. Only true person cat whatever in that whole group and then uh there's a scene where james corden is just rummaging around in trash for like 10 straight minutes yeah so uh, those are the two ones that stand out to me and then obviously the uh the taylor swift scene because i was just waiting for that and that one was uh they are really heavy on the catnip yes i didn't yeah a lot of sprinkling catnip a lot of dumping catnip Mm mm-hmm Really, some some heavy catnip. She comes stuff. In, she comes down in like a moon, mm-hmm. a half moon that shoots catnip out of it. So is she not in the club? I don't think so. I think that and she's, she's. I think she's just uh, McCavity's apprentice, like hype man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say she's like the she's like the the DJ that opens for McCavity, <laughs> yes, where it's yeah. not like when oftentimes when a DJ is the opening act. Like, they don't really have their own stuff and their own music, so you can't really check them out beforehand. That's what that kind of was. Yeah. This person just kind of dropped in. No one really nowhere. knew who she was. But she got the crowd hype. 
Yeah. Well, with a lot of Fucked drugs. Up. Yeah, yeah, a lot of drugs. Uh, on on drugs. Some, uh, like catnip napalm. napalm. I did say that uh, I thought this could be a like a watch on drugs movie, but I have no idea. So I'm not going to recommend that because what if you do drugs and then watch this movie and it's even worse? I mean... I don't because it makes no like it makes, it makes no, no sense, sense sober. Like, I so think, maybe there's some connection, and maybe there are some things. That, I feel like it would hurt your brain on drugs. Like, I mean, it it brains hurt. I mean, it, drugs it didn't hurt do great for my brain <laughs> sober. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if I uh, if I were to be under the influence, like yeah. I have to work a little harder to understand things sometimes. Yeah, and and that can be frustrating. So if you have to work a little harder to understand this fucking movie, official stance. Don't do drugs <laughs> to this movie. Just don't do this movie. Right. Just, just it's, stay away from it. It's not worth watching. Like you're, I don't know. We, we had a, a fine enough conversation right now off of it, but there aren't even like humdingers where you're like, can you believe this? Oh, this was so absurd. We're just like, we didn't know what they were ever doing the entire time. None of it was funny. None of it was interesting. We didn't know a thing the entire time so that's and we're thing, two like, of the smartest people in the fucking world <laughs> that's the thing like it it uh it is extremely absurd and i think that like to a point it wanted to be but also to a certain point like it took itself so serious it took itself seriously that it didn't go completely over the top and as such we don't have super memorable things to take from it right i, I was taking copious notes and there wasn't one big humdinger. I will say, honestly, like biggest takeaway was just that every song is a cat introducing itself. Yeah, that's that's uh, that is like the only thing that this movie is. It's just cats introducing themselves, and then they pick one to win the talent show at the end of it. And right. the prize is that the cat dies. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, and also, um, there was a scene. I can't believe we haven't mentioned this yet. There's a scene with uh, cockroaches, and they have children's faces. Are those cockroaches They're or cockro- beetles? Uh, she does say beetles. She does say beetles. But I don't know if... They look more like cockroaches to me. I Yeah. I don't know. They, they, they did have they a have children's vibe. faces. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know what those fucking things were. But that was super weird. And... And she eats them. So... As Rebel I was Wilson watching that, I was like... children. As I was watching that, I was like, I know that this isn't in the play. They don't have a bunch of, like, insects on stage. How'd you know that? Because they, they can't. <laughs> that, that, that can't be a thing in the play. I mean... If any of this other shit can be a thing in the play, why can't that be a, sh- a shit in the play? I don't know because like they would have to they have to toss like magnifying glasses on them and be like, "Hey, they're for real." They insect probably just here. use uh, real children. I'm, I don't know. That's it's it's stunk. That movie stunk. I have stunk, nothing stunk, good stunk. to say about that movie. Yeah, Merry Christmas.